this would be like, like this was gonna be this episode is gonna be like Michael's, uh, uh, what call it? <clears throat> Michael's data dump because you have so much stuff. You're just like, oh my god, uh, Star Wars. Oh. I got way too much. <laughs> I got way too much stuff. There's a lot. Well, let's uh, let's go into it. What did you find? What did you? What's in the Star Wars news? I know you said there's some old Republic shit, right? Well. Not old, it's High, High Republic, which is the prior to the movie's era of Jedi prosperity when they thought there was... It, this is like the pre-Vader era that they also had fell for the same bullshit where it's like, we think there's no chance that the Sith could come back. Yeah, they and they were extinct, right? They they were yes, extinct. just like how the prequel era started where it's like... You know, where we think the Jedi are all there is. There's no chance the darkness is out there. When we sense the darkness, that means it's a possibility. But for the most part, we don't believe in it. Um, that's where the High Republic was at, basically, for a, a period of 200 years. Um, but they got a show coming that's, like, set in that era right at the end of it. Basically, like... The equivalent of like what the prequels was for that era, for the like the base republic that we've always known, like how they fell from greatness because they took their their power for granted, and you know then they got too political, then they became an army, and it just fucked them all over. Basically, that happening two hundred years prior with an entirely different group of people, and Yoda still would probably be there to witness it. Well, like he was six hundred. Or eight hundred years old, right? He's, I think, he's somewhere between seven and eight hundred right now at at that point in time. Um, which is awesome because he's still stupid wise, stupid high trained. (laughs) Like he's like really good still. Like he's so old. I mean, how old is the child? Well, see, if they say the child of the Mandalorian is like fifty, I'm like, if by comparison. If by comparison you look at Yoda when he dies and you say he looks like an eighty to ninety year old man, then he looks probably like he's in his fifties, sixties in that last era that we are about to get to see. So That's like, crazy. yeah, imagine a middle aged Yoda, not like a a deathbed old Yoda. Like it's <laughs> this is a Yoda that he probably doesn't need a cane. <laughs> he's got a he can probably Corvette. walk. He's got a red Corvette and a young blonde girlfriend. Oh my god! He's going through midlife depression, right? his fucking life is in shambles. His, <laughs> he's, he just filed for bankruptcy. It's all bad. Um, no, <laughs> um, yeah. So there's that, uh, and the show's going to be about the Sith uprising that happens to end that era, um, because it's assumed that the High Republic happens 200 years of Jedi prosperity. The Sith uprise, um, shit's bad for probably a solid 50 to 100 years. And then the Jedi reclaim uh, the galaxy, and then that leads into what we got for the movies. So, like, some people are well aware of like the the shit going on within that universe, like Yoda, um, or just other beings that can live that long. But like, you know, Obi Wan would not have known about the shit that happened two hundred years ago. Like, Yoda lived it. Like, that's why it's going to be really fucking interesting, because if they bring him in, then you're going to get to see, like, him living through shit. That's going to, like, explain certain mannerisms of Yoda later when we see him in the movies. And, uh, yeah, I'm really excited about that. Um, then they got a, 
like the next movie doesn't even drop for three years and that's about the rogue squadron that luke started and it's gonna be awesome and the the wonder woman director is making it and she said uh she's trying to make it the best fighter pilot movie ever made so like what's your favorite fighter pilot movie top gun or like (laughs) i mean a lot of people would choose top gun but like there's there's options like tons i mean jesus christ last starfighter (laughs) yep yep um but like if you took any of those she's like i'm trying to top that i'm actually trying to make a better movie than all of them like and it's just for like the fans that have wanted a starfighter based star wars movie for the last like you know 50 years yeah it's pretty sweet yeah i'm uh I'm excited for it because they did the games based on it. They did uh, like uh, old comics, books and all that based on how Luke started this like faction within the rebellion that was like strictly like fighters that would go out and do all this shit. It's so cool. And that was one of my favorite uh, PC games when I was a kid. Rogue Squadron. Just uh, oh, that was a ton of fun. I used to it's so that. good. I mean, one of my favorite things to do in uh, Star Wars. Um, uh, blah, 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 blah. Was it one that came out in 04 and 05? Uh, Battlefront. Battlefront. Was just do the space scenes over and over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> that was the best, dude. And when you, when they came out with Battlefront 2 and you got the Republic battles, like with the clones versus the droids, and you could go into space, and then you could land and dock on the enemy ship, hop out, and like go into battle on their ship, and then take out the the battery of the ship pretty much and like blow up the whole thing from within and then get on your ship and dip out and then you secure victory like for a game that came out 15 16 years ago battlefront one and two were like extremely good like oh they were a ton of fun i mean the stuff you know the stuff that you went through just to, you know there was no unlocking things really i mean you could you could kill them right like you got points within the match so yeah. you could play a certain people but you didn't yeah, have a progression system so, yeah i was just looking it was so cool um i was trying to remember how long it had been since the uh the sith had been seen even and it says that uh on the, the wikipedia um the sith remained in hiding for millennium until the rise of darth Sidious and darth maul right so that's a thousand years which is basically saying that they're gonna rewrite that history Uh like because what we've been told is that like it's been so long since we've seen the sith that it's been a millennium but like even like the old republic is like what a thousand years before um the prequels and it's like if revan made uh made the factions that he made and if bane made the rule of two and all that i refuse to believe that like it was a thousand years since we saw the Sith well, because the Jedi lie. The Jedi lie. I mean, that's one of the things. Yeah, they they, they hide history. That's a well, fact. One of, the, like, one of the reasons Anakin wound up, you know, being so easy to turn is he saw through their bullshit. You know, they lied about. <laughs> well, yeah, and Palpatine was like, "Look, how convenient is it that they do this?" Oh, yeah. and it's like, wow, you you got a point. Like, <laughs> he didn't even have to really give any points as to why he's the good guy in the scenario. Palpatine just had to say why the bad guys are more so the jedi with their lies they just don't they tell half truths all day oh yeah the like, jedi were um it was 
you know, you look at somebody like they're like peace through manipulation, whereas somebody like yep. Megatron, Megatron from Transformers, was always peace through tyranny. That was his his goal is peace, but right. tyranny, like he would control everything so nobody could be assholes. Right, he manipulated everybody, but they still failed because they allowed slavery. There was corruption. You know, they they didn't care. They well, it's so, so funny because <laughs> they like Ahsoka like said it in the clone wars like she's she pointed out she was like why are we going to these planets and fighting people when we're supposed to be the peacekeepers of the galaxy and anakin's response is kind of simple it's just like you know sometimes in order to keep the peace you have to put down those that would seek to destroy it and it's like that's cool but like at the same time ahsoka's 100 percent right if you're supposed to be like these peacekeeping like fanatic religious dudes like that know magic powers and stuff like you're you're supposed to be like what monks are what we what we see buddhist monks as that's what a jedi is kind of supposed to be like very calm not not uh violent um very slow to attack like if they're gonna attack it's gonna it's gonna be calculated and they're gonna take their time and they're gonna let you ruin yourself before you get to them like that's how the jedi were supposed to operate but when the like the thing is, it was an awesome chess move by Palpatine doing oh, what he huge. did. He like he because he that. basically was like throwing out the ultimate fish hook. Like, like I'm gonna give them an army, and then I'm gonna throw the droids at them in full force, and the Jedi are gonna have no choice but to step in because I'm gonna put a Sith at the face of that droid army, and it's gonna be blasted out to the galaxy that a Sith is running shit for the droids that are trying to like create a separatist faction, like. Just a very, like, very very smart, yeah, very smart manipulation of the system, and and he does it all without being identified. Like no one knows that he's part of it. And he could hide his powers too. He was very good at hiding hiding his. Yeah, he was. He was literally clouding the force so he couldn't be recognized. Like as what he is. So they're gonna do that. They're gonna do like the high the high republic. Yep, and Rogue Squadron movie. You know, yeah, then they got the they got like five Mandalorian spinoffs coming. Um, they got the Boba Fett one looks awesome. They got uh, I heard the Boba Fett one's a miniseries. Um, I I just heard a little update about that. It's going to be like four or six episodes as a character. Like, you can only do so much with him. You're just like, yeah, he's he's, for as cool as he looks, he is kind of a boring character, you know. I feel like that's that's the thing is like at this point in his life where he's at in life is too boring for for people to do a full series about but like if you were to go back to his more adventurous bounty hunting days that it would probably be great because you'd have a lot of uh interest in what he's after you know like what his he has a son that looks like him you're kind of fucked (laughs) like what his motive is but like well he was supposed to have a daughter according to the bounty hunter book which is canon um but they uh I do remember but I, but I'm not sure if uh if they're gonna overwrite that canon because it it was a canon book and it was heavily hinted that it Boba had a daughter, but uh not so sure if they're gonna just overwrite that canon or not. They might. I mean, he looked pretty beat to shit and he looked like he was raised by the Tuscan Raiders for the last forty years. So like, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <laughs> even though it's only been like five years, like he looks like he's been through the shit well, he was partially um, digested by the sarlacc you know that's, like. per- that's pretty cool though <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah now that they said it's a mini series i'm expecting it to be all about his current point i don't think flashbacks are in the in the books for a for a four to six episode mini series that's 
Uh, unless they're like hour and a half long episodes, like I just don't see it. Um, you might want to back off your mic a little bit. You're kind of like, oh yeah, this is just a little bit. Like, he can, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Like it's uh, it's just one of them things. Like I I feel like Boba Fett's really cool. It's just he's uh probably not gonna get the flashback treatment with a short a, a short miniseries like this um yeah. but then they got the ahsoka show really hyped for that That's they really got cool. the what's her name gonna play her though i mean she's a she is actress Ro- really? rosario dawson is 100 yeah. percent playing her i'm i'm hyped for it oh she's beautiful it's gonna be great and it's probably going to be some sort of like it's probably gonna end up turning into like what rebels season three would be like it's yeah find ezra find thrawn probably like fight thrawn um one should hope they're not gonna have a buddy movie (laughs) no that'd be pretty sweet (laughs) (laughs) we're enemies (laughs) oh my god um yeah then they got the rangers of the new republic that'll be uh i'm interested to see who's playing who and what's going on um yeah that's what is what is the story behind that? It's more than likely just going to be about like the soldiers uh, or the pilots or whatever, like the X-wing pilots that oh. kind of patrol the the galaxy, looking for people starting shit and uh, putting it down. I'm a dude. I'm a dude. Um. Yeah. Then. Uh, what else is there? There's the Cassian Andor show that's going to be following uh, him, dude from uh, Rogue One. Um, Dead as hell. Yeah, but it's going to be like the story of his espionage days prior to the movie. So like all of cool. all of his lower Coruscant dealings and just all of it. The problem with that, though, is like a lot of people get turned off when you go back to it from a, for a character that's dead. It's all, rough. Or you know what happens to him. So no matter what kind of danger he's in, you never have to worry about him dying. You're just like, yeah, whatever. There's, there's it's no rough. Yeah. I just I just see it as a good opportunity to merge his story with other people within the rebellion of that era. Like, it's true. You could see Wedge pop up. Like, you could see a few people pop up in that show, and I'm I'm kind of hyped for it. Have the old they could have Hera. Oh, yeah. shit. They could have... Yes. They could have pretty much the whole crew of rebels show up in his show. Oh shit! I'm just, this is like hitting me all at once. <laughs> um, old wedge sitting in a old wedge sitting in a cantina drinking. Oh know, my god! Like, we still need to see that. Like, we we need to see wedge between episode six and nine. Like at some point, like old man sitting in the cantina. Oh god, that'd yeah. be great. He's like, you know, you know, people say Obi Wan's Mike nephew but that's not really true you know like, <laughs> you know i took you, down you, both death stars with yeah, luke skywalker right by my side yeah, okay grandpa. Uh, okay grandpa they push him out of the <laughs> they take him out i can't believe it's ian mcgregor's uncle that's crazy yeah it's crazy ain't it and he didn't even uh he didn't even really watch star wars like that as a kid like ian mcgregor wasn't really like all in on star wars and then later in life he got into it and yeah, then he played Obi-Wan, one of the most loved Jedi. Awesome. <laughs> he was like, yeah, big coincidence. My uncle is Wedge. Oh, <laughs> cool. Uh, that's, not nar- that's not nepotism or anything. You Not at hack. all. You ungodly hack. <laughs> so, but um, yeah. yeah, Star Wars got all that news. I'm hype as fuck. They haven't even announced the comics, books, or video games coming within the next three years. 
which they said there's a ton of all of those. Um, really hype for all of that. Um, but then Marvel got the same dump on the same day. Like Marvel got a dump even bigger than uh, than the Star Wars info dump. Like they announced like I think it's like ten or twelve shows. Jesus um, Christ! They confirmed like actors for like all of them, um, except Moon Knight. Moon Knight's the only show they didn't confirm an actor, even though we've already heard multiple reports saying that Oscar Isaac is playing Moon Knight. I can't um, wait to see that psychotic Marvel version of Batman where he's just he's split. Oh, they said that's insanity. They said that. that's a huge part of the show is him battling with his uh, dissociative identity and, uh, you know, just going crazy. Like they like Feige said it like that's what the show is going to be. Like if, if you are a fan of Moon Knight, you know that he's got mental issues because he has a God being in his psyche and like it, it fights with him like all the time for control so like he's he's crazy so he was like yeah that's what the show's (laughs) gonna be there's a wonderful scene from one of the comics where he's just frustrated and he's fighting and he's like oh fuck it random shit go and he throws like 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 throwing stars and crescents and like bombs yeah he's like random shit go like he was like what the fuck so funny (laughs) i hope the show gets to be like that uh like goofy but really serious stuff that he can get into because he's a he's a funny character like he's he's kind of dumb but he's also like really capable (laughs) so it's so it's so funny to see that balance yeah there's a uh, spider-man one of the infinity gauntlet things for spider-man and moon knight like teleport oh yeah but he's like uh just start just start punching people when i do (laughs) he's like all right Like it's such good banter back and forth. Oh yeah. Um yeah, they confirmed Moon Knight's show didn't confirm the actor. They confirmed uh Miss Marvel show did confirm the actor. It's this young uh Pakistani actress. She's uh I think she's like 14 or some shit. She's uh she's set to play Miss Marvel. They also confirmed she will be in Captain Marvel too. So Miss Marvel, Marvel, this is the Marvel that can stretch and change size and shape. Yes, so this, this is, is the Inhuman, hyper powered Nano Marvel that we saw in the movies. Yes, this is the Inhuman Miss Marvel. This is the one that uh, she she stretches. She's uh, she's really strong. She actually has like super strength, super. I think she has super speed to an extent. Um, like it has a cap, but she's not like like I think she's like on Captain America's level of super speed. Um, peak, peak human athlete that's cool right right and it's mainly because she can stretch like she can you know kind of like advance her steps better because of you know the length she can project her legs to be um but she's gonna be in it they confirm monica rambo all grown up is gonna be in it um brie larson of course captain marvel you know obviously um they confirmed uh dr strange 2 is going to have uh well his girlfriend's gonna return um the the nurse chick uh rachel mcadams plays um she's actually going to return for it spider-man's confirmed for it um sweet and they uh they also confirmed america chavez the the multiverse hopping uh latina uh hero yeah that'll be pretty cool um and they I, th- I want to say they also confirmed Scarlet Witch uh, will be in that movie. Um, really and she's, they're saying she's probably going to be, uh, she's probably going to be the villain of the movie, to be honest. 
Um, the trailer for the Wanda Vision. She's going crazy, dude. Um, that's another thing they confirmed. Uh, uh, Wanda Vision is going to lead directly into what happens with uh, um, her events in Doctor Strange. So more than likely, she's going to lose her fucking mind, and she's going to have this big blowout event, and that's going to fuck up the multiverse, which is going to probably cause the Doctor Strange movie. Um, which is going to be him just basically patching up the, the multiverse so it doesn't fall in on itself. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, but uh, then they confirmed, um, then they dropped the Loki trailer, the new Loki trailer, which shows um, what seems to be the premise of the show being that he is, um, this is the time, this is confirmed the timeline that is an offshoot caused by when, Stark fucked up and got hit by Hulk in Endgame and uh, dropped the Tesseract. Loki picked it up and teleported himself out of there when he's supposed to be in their custody in, in the base timeline. Like oh, yeah. him, him teleporting away in Endgame fucks up the timeline because he's supposed to go through this chain of events, get a redemption arc, and then die. And in this trailer, he's like Owen Wilson is playing this guy at the TVA, which is like the time, the time cops basically. Um, and Owen Wilson's like showing him the life he should be living currently. And like, what is to come in that life? He's like, look, here's you when you got your redemption, here's you when Thanos snapped your neck, like this is what your life was going to be. And Loki's like sitting there watching it. Like what the fuck? And uh, the premise of the show seems to be, they're going to imprison Loki here in this like void of like void of time space. Ugh. Um, that's kind of like a, it looks like a fucking hotel for like, you know, what time <laughs> cops would live in. Um, that's awesome. but, uh, basically the idea is it's either we imprison you here or you go out and stop the mess that you just created. And the mess is the female, uh, the female Loki, that like like because when ragnarok happens in the comics loki dies and his spirit just kind of floats out there in the void until it lands in somebody um that's right i forgot about that when when, uh, thor and collect everybody again they were all in right so the idea is the female loki shows up in the timeline because of what he did and she just starts wreaking havoc in the timeline and he's got to be the one to step in and stop basically himself like in order to gain his freedom uh from this (laughs) time cop prison so they're they're basically saying all right we'll spare you and your faulty timeline uh only if you help us fix the real timeline because you 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 fucked it up and they showed another thing him in a plane with a briefcase full of money uh dives out of it and they confirm that he's basically db cooper <laughs> like literally loki was so db awesome. cooper and that's why he's never been found he that's got brilliant. like he got a uh, rainbow bridged back to <laughs> like wherever Fucking hell. oh god the baby just woke up oh no we'll pick it you want to pick this up a little bit later tonight i should only be yeah we can do that hours. it's fucking funny it's too good there, and there's right. so much more. Oh my god! So we have to remember we stopped at Loki. Loki. D. Yep. Cooper. <laughs> yep. So, all right. Uh- <laughs>
Well, actually, no, it doesn't matter. But give me a second. I'm just going to grab my phone. It's over in my bed. Ah! <laughs> and after Michael gets his phone. He left his phone. Okay. We're ah. back. We're back right away. It's definitely not <laughs> like eight hours later or the next day. It's no, it's none of that. It's definitely none of that. Hundred percent the next day. Um, I have moved to the car because it made more sense. I can talk in a normal tone of voice. I have been hushed the past couple of, of episodes because we've been in. Uh, well, frankly, I've been in the basement, <laughs> and the baby's <laughs> the baby's like a floor above me, and I can't talk in my normal boisterous tone of voice. So you know, silly babies doing baby things. Right, that's what I said. You know, so bad. How dare but, they? Um, I did uh, have the opportunity while uh, uh, while uh, uh, over over the night, I should say, and today to watch the Loki trailer we were just talking about. Holy uh, shit! Does that look so insane? good? It looks like fucking so chaos. Good. And he's Everything about it is crazy, dude. Oh, and he's one hundred percent DB Cooper. There's no <laughs> right, like, and it's awesome because even in, like in his face, like they put, they gave him the glasses, they gave him the comb back hair, like they made him look like the sketch drawing of DB Cooper, like. He looks so good too, and he—I love how he flies out the plane with the briefcase full of money, and he's like, "Heimdall, brother, <laughs> help!" <laughs> they like they save him. It's awesome. And it looked like there was a, a Thor or a guy that looked like Thor, like at some campfire, drunk, and he like, like he's grabbed and put yanked, you know, like like looks mm-hmm. like nope, you know, like I don't know. It looks I'm like curious. Uh, I'm curious about how crazy that show is gonna get. Because I know it's all about timelines and all that shit, so it's you know it should weird. get a little crazy. Well, there was um, a, there was a, a time quake series that came out. Or it was a, like a it was a what if time quake. It came out in the nineties, and it was like um, there was some there was these three beings that were in existence at the end of reality. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to make sure that they lived that long, and they had noticed like there was a chance they could have died, so they went back and they changed one thing, and they changed something else, and they kept going to these different realities. So what they wanted to do is they basically wanted to prune the timelines, and um, if I recall, it's the way it was, and uh, they forced the watcher just to watch, like right. You know, they, they were like, you know, you can't really take action on yeah, anything. Yeah, you, you know who we but are. You can you can observe and, and of course tell he, the story. Of course he didn't, because what he did is he went to different timelines and plucked out certain people that he knew could fight for him. Like there was a, um, he went to the world, or what if what if Wolverine became Lord of the Vampires? Mm-hmm. And it was like an undead vampire Wolverine, and he was fucking badass as hell, <laughs> and he was just ridiculous. And then it was like uh, there was one where they, he got Doom twenty ninety nine to fight for him, and like also, it was bad, man. It was really cool. Like you, by the time you get to the end of it, you're like fucking shit. Like uh, the there was that was uh, the Wolverine one. Like he literally turned all the X Men into vampires, and they slaughtered like almost the entire planet. And That's awesome. uh, so like you've got like Cannonball and Richter and Boom Boom were in the uh, sewers hunting humans, and mm-hmm. uh, I think it's Forge comes across them or Doctor Strange or somebody does. And, uh, like, lances them with, like, pure, like, like a shaft of pure uh, silver. And they're like, ah! You know, it's, it's <laughs> awesome, dude. And Jean Grey is, like, chained to his throne, you know, and she's, like, a vampire, but under his sway. And, like, I don't, I don't know what he did with Cyclops. I think he killed Cyclops. I'm pretty sure he did. But, like, Gambit, you know, is there. And it's, it's, it was a very fun, like, little timeline to visit. And, of course, Doom 2099 is good. But, um, anyway, 
that little tangent there, but the um, in that comic was um, this temporal authority, and it was represented by these uh, these faceless men in business suits lined up into infinity, all sitting in front of desks. And the desk, yeah. you know, they were like, you know, sector, blah, 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 we have a time quake and blah, blah, blah. And then when the time quake would happen, whole realities were wiped out of existence. That's nuts. So I'm wondering if this is like a temporal authority, something similar to that, where it's like, you know. Well, they're, from what I understand, it's the TVA, which is, um, they are, uh, they're literally just time cops. But like, the, the whole thing is like, the reason they exist is because of the big comic events that like we've seen where time was a factor and the heroes thought they could just take matters into their own hands and just change things in the time stream. Ah. And it would cause ripple effects that led to new new universes. Well, Loki in the show is going to be the first one to have caused a ripple, like a real ripple that actually causes, you know, multiple new realities. That's cool. So the time, time cops are here to basically jail him and offer him you know a bargain of like if you can stop this ripple effect then you can you you can live out the rest of your life as you want like that's what it seems their goal is here um because loki you know he's supposed to be dead like a few years from this point like five years from this point or something and uh you know they just like they're like covering their bases like look you're supposed to be dead in five years but like you know we'll let you live as long as you can fix everything else because your existence doesn't really break reality because your soul would just go to another body anyway that's true it it doesn't matter if you die or you live it doesn't matter if you die or live (laughs) so that's i mean and Owen Wilson's character, he's apparently like some kind of time detective, I guess it seems. Um, and his character's name is Mobius M. Mobius, which is in <laughs> reference to the the same uh, scientist uh, that came up with the, uh, the Mobius strip, which was the thing that Tony Stark in Endgame came up with. Uh, like when he figured out time travel, he was like, I need you to invert the Mobius strip. And the computer did it for him right in front of him on that hologram. So that was like all time related shit. So now there's this dude that's actually named Mobius M. Mobius. That's amazing. And uh, that's uh, that's the guy that's going to be basically um, the cop, the the good cop, bad cop to Loki's prisoner. Um, but yeah, they. I mean, they announced uh, what did we say? Wanda uh, and her show, which is going to have Monica Rambeau in it. That um, was they a, also that, confirmed uh <laughs> that was so retarded. They confirmed sword too. They confirmed sword. Oh. So like sh- shield is a thing already like and then it dies in the movies and now it's like now we have sword and they confirmed that like sword uh already has a base in space and that's where fury is at the uh end of uh Spider-Man Far From Home when they oh, no when the post credit rolled and he was like on like that ship or whatever with all the scrolls he's on a sword base out in space that's badass it's fucking sick um but sword is supposedly like a huge part in wandavision because she's basically in a pocket reality within a certain area on earth and they have basically quarantined this area 
because like they you can't visually see what Wanda's seeing from the outside but if you were to be th- like sucked into it you could see exactly what's going on in her mind and like that's so sword up. sword just has it all quarantined off and monica rambo is going to be the one sent in to kind of try to you know save the day but it's not it's probably not going to work out and wanda's probably going to go fucking crazy and she's probably going to end up becoming a villain i would love to see house of m i think it would be great just like no well there's no mutants but see this is the thing yeah i think it's going to be the reverse of that like you're going to create mutants she's even though mutants are supposed to exist already in this universe true i think she's gonna basically cause the mass spread of like the x gene like that's fantastic. She, she's gonna be the reason that happens um and they already confirmed she's got the kids in the show like it's not just like them as little babies in a carriage like there's a shot in the new trailer where you can see like little kids walking behind her all you see is their feet um because the tree is blocking like 90 percent of them they were trying really hard to hide these kids but <laughs> there's clearly like some little eight-year-old kids like walking behind her um but yeah that it looks like it looks really good. Uh, then they got the Falcon and Winter Soldier uh, with U.S. Agent and uh, Baron um, Zemo uh, and a couple other people. I think there was a, a not an X-Men, but an X-Men villain, I think, was rumored to make his first appearance in the show. And I forget who, but um, they didn't really announce much at the Disney event when they started revealing all this stuff about Falcon and the Winter Soldier, except the fact that it drops in March. Um, so we're coming up on that. Uh, but then they announced Hawkeye, the series is going to be, uh, the Hawkeye we know training Kate Bishop Hawkeye. Oh, no shit. Um, who's being played by Haley Steinfeld. Um, she's the girl that was in Bumblebee. She was the main girl from Bumblebee. Oh, very cool. That's, oh, that's awesome. That'll be fantastic. Um, She's not playing, uh, yeah, she's playing Kate Bishop, so she's not playing Lana Barton, um, Hawkeye's daughter, uh, which is strange because the end game setup was real for her to become like the next Hawkeye with that whole like beginning scene where she's like shooting the tree perfectly. Um, but yeah, they're just going the Kate Bishop route because it makes more sense for comics. Um, then they teased what if the animated what if, so like. There's the first one they showed was what if Black Panther was the one to be picked up by Yandu instead of Peter Quill. Oh, that's badass. So, so T'Challa <laughs> goes to space and T'Challa gets the power stone and he has all his tech and like it, it looks really interesting. Some of the episodes they were showing off, but uh, yeah, it's it, it just it looks like it's a really good watch at least for you know just for fun. The what if comics were great. Some of them were um, some of them were hits. But a, mm-hmm. a good portion of them were kind of duds. Or either it was, I shouldn't say necessarily duds, but they were about characters. There was just could, nowhere to go. And... I could give two shits about you know Daredevil. Right. You know Daredevil gets backdoored by Elektra for the fifteen. You know fifteen. What if? <laughs> what if Daredevil took it in the butt? You know what if? What if Daredevil <laughs> killed Elektra? What if Daredevil killed the Kingpin? And it's like I don't care. I don't care about Daredevil. I think like the better ones are more like what if this character was this character? Yes. Or like. What if Doctor Strange was actually, um, I don't know, like uh, Mister Fantastic, and it's like stretchy magic guy now? Oh and yeah, it's yeah. Like, wow, that's that's cool. He's got multiple powers. That's sweet. There was one um, where um, Spider Man. Remember, there was that one-off 
comic where Spider-Man, or he became Captain Universe basically and had the uni power. Yeah. Well, that's the shit too. One of the best I love ones. That. The best ones is yeah. It's what if he kept that power? So right. he like he gets furious, just like. Well, I think they did a the well. The thing about Captain Universe is like it's not a person, and it's not so much like a suit, but it's like it's kind of like how Eternity and Infinity and all these other celestial beings are like in a in a body form. Yeah. Only difference is like Captain Universe like decides one being to become at a time. It's so a bit like, like the Phoenix Force, except you know, not right? It, it it won't destroy you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and right. It won't destroy everything else unless it wants to. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like there's, I mean, there was just recently a comic where Captain Marvel got uh, Captain Universe, and it was insane the amount of power she was able to put out. Like, it, it was pretty sick. But um. Yeah, that's a really, I mean, you just get a lot of interesting ideas that are new when they actually take their time and think like, hmm, what's a really sweet way we could do a what if? It's just boring when you give it to like 200 writers all at once and they're like, well, what if uh, Iron Man poops his suit? Yeah, right. Like, what if he he rests shut? You know, there was one, uh, here's a really good one actually, is if, uh, what if Jim Rhodes stayed Iron Man, like Tony died? You know, and Jim, oh, and yeah. Jim just like because Jim's a lot more more militaristic, but he's a lot mm-hmm. more honorable. So it was kind of cool. It was it was a really nice one. Uh, what if the Fantastic Four continued to mutate? Mm-hmm. So that the thing just keeps growing more and like grotesque and like bony protrusions, more like a beast. You know, Mister Fantastic just loses coherence altogether. Just is just a blob. Mm-hmm. You know, the Invisible Woman just fades completely from existence, where she can't interact with anything, and then the Human Torch. I th- I forget what the Human Torch thing was, where he like basically just like I think he just burns out completely. Like he just keeps getting hotter and hotter, and he can't stop. And he flies off into space to die, and he becomes like a mini star or something like that. That's crazy. That was kind um, of crazy. Yeah. So after the What If announcement, they announced uh, Ironheart. They're doing the Riri Williams uh, story. Nice. Um, they have already casted her. It's Dominique Thorne, which I haven't seen her in any movies, but. I mean, I'm sure if they casted her, they probably did a good screening for her. But, um, which is, you know, of course, she's just the the young black girl that went to MIT. That, you know, she was just as smart as Tony in almost every way. She just didn't have the experience that Tony had, and she kind of slowly becomes um, the new Iron Man uh, alongside the AI Tony in the comics. And they like team up where like Tony basically becomes Jarvis after he dies in the comics. Oh. And like she kind of uses him to learn more about what this stuff really means. You know, what's it mean to be Iron Man? And uh, I don't know if they're going to go that route with the um, with the with this uh, show, but I would hope they do something where it's like Tony had certain programs set up in case somebody wanted to follow in his footsteps. Um, I think it would be really cool to just to have him back as a voice at least. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah, it'd be fantastic. But uh, I mean, you wouldn't even like because Jarvis is um, Vision, like yeah. uh, Paul Bettany. Yeah. Um, so like if you had Tony's voice for any time she's in suit, and you hear like you know she's like saying you know raise power to this in my thrusters, and you hear like Tony say like on it, ma'am, and then you, you just hear like the the boost coming from the thrusters that like those kind of moments would be really cool but uh 
then they immediately following the Ironheart thing, they went into uh, the Armor Wars, which oh. is going to be like just like the comic series, um, where you know bad guys start getting a hold of Stark tech. And uh, this one, of course, Tony's dead, so they're going to let it be um, Rhodes. Uh, so oh, War Machine, that's like really cool. in control here versus whoever the bad guys are that got a, a hand on it. And I could see like Hammer coming back. I could see like maybe even like Roxxon shows up because they like their name has been all over the MCU, but they haven't made a appearance yet. I could see AIM making a formal appearance. <laughs> but you like the beehive head guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, imagine what happens when AIM gets a hold of Tony Tech. Like, it, it'd be crazy. Um, but this is where some really cool shit starts to pop up. Um, James Gunn is making a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Oh, no shit. Yes. That's it'll be released. Fucking on, awesome. It'll be released on Christmas, but in 2022. So we have to wait two years because he's working on like three other movies before he even gets back to Marvel. Um, he's also they're also doing a, a, a I am Groot show about baby Groot. Um, probably in the time uh, in between uh, the end of Guardians 2 and the mid credit of Guardians 2, like just following his grow up. Um, which would be really fun. Oh, that'd be hilarious. And then uh, they announced uh, Guardians 3 won't be till 2023. It's going to be a long while. Um, but then they showed Nick Fury is getting his own show with Talos. Um, and it's going to be Secret Invasion, the series. Oh, no shit. That's fantastic. Yeah. And it's going to be... Uh, uh, it's going to be uh, basically just them two trying to, like, figure out, like, what kind of evil plots are going on within the scroll shit going on on Earth. And, like, they're probably just going to find out what they found out in the comics, that they invaded at, like, every level. Oh, yeah. From the 1960s. And Talos is, like, because they could point out, like, Talos's group of scrolls was not all the scrolls. The Kree didn't kill all the scrolls. There's still, like a whole galaxy, you know, like, Oh yeah, totally. Oh yeah. yeah. Which will be fucking awesome. I mean, I love Ben Mendelsohn as Talos and uh, Captain Marvel. I thought he was hilarious. Um, and then when he showed up again in, uh, far from home, I thought he was really good. Um, but him and Nick Fury together, like going through and kind of hunting down like evil scrolls, that'd be pretty sweet. Um, they, like like I said before, uh, Moon Knight is confirmed, but there's no direct answer on when it's coming or uh, who's playing him. Um, even though it's been heavily hinted that Oscar Isaac is set to play him, there's still no direct confirmation from Marvel saying, yes, he is. Which is strange because they confirmed a lot of names during all of this. Uh, then they announced She-Hulk. Um which will be played by this actress, Tatiana Maslany. Um, but also returning is Tim Roth as the abomination from the like 08 
Incredible Hulk movie because that is canon to the MCU. Oh Jesus Christ! So Abomination, it will be in the She-Hulk show. That's fucking weird. Yeah, um, Mark Ruffalo is is set to appear in it too uh, yeah. as Hulk. That'll be so, full, uh, at least in the first episode. I mean, he has to be, he, he give be. his give his I blood mean, up to. You know, it's supposed to, to be Jennifer. his his cousin, right? Yeah, Jennifer's is the the original storyline was that he don't had to donate some blood because she was dying. And to save her life, and you know the the gamma irradiated blood causes her to become you know She Hulk. So. Right, he just doesn't think of, think that it'll have that bad an effect on yeah, it, and yeah. it totally mutates her. Um, and she's supposed to be like what, like eight feet tall or some shit? Like she's oh yeah, fucking huge. Yeah, she's, she she's becomes... a superhuman class, like ninety, I think. She's not as strong as the Hulk, but she's up there. Yeah, well, it's because she's like. Um, it's just like how when Hulk gets more smart, he loses strength, like um she's basically like a half breed of a hulk so like she's not all the power of the hulk but she's clearly still strong but she's definitely like still a genius like she's a lawyer and shit and like actually practices law <laughs> like yeah in the um comics like uh she she starts out like a monster like the original hulk did where she was just stupid like ah she hulk smash yeah and then, like, relatively quickly, she reasserted her, her control and, you know, was intelligent. And then she mm-hmm. became, like, a sex symbol. You know, so there's a running gag in her comic series where people are trying to take pictures of her bosoms. And she's just like, excuse me, what the, what the fuck? You know, you know and then she'll, <laughs> she'll, like, yell at the writer. She's like, really, guys? Really? All right. You know, like, it's pretty funny. She breaks the fourth <laughs> wall quite a bit. You know, But, I mean, she forgot. I mean, the, the character's done some weird shit. I mean, she slept with a juggernaut. I mean, for God's sakes, you know. Mm-hmm. It's rough. <laughs> um, they also said they're, uh, what's it called? Um, Fantastic Four is something that's in the pipe now. No, like, no way. They're actually trying to get that off the ground and do a um, MCU uh, Fantastic Four, get the new team going. But uh, I think even more cool is all these casting announcements that I'm seeing for Spider-Man three and how it's seeming to become the live action into the spider verse. Um, they confirmed, uh, of course, Peter that we have currently and all of his cast currently. Um, but they've already said, uh, Jamie Foxx will be in it as electro, but not the blue electro from, the Garfield movies, he's going to be like more of a, um, what electro should be like actually suited up with the lightning bolt on it and look normal for the most part, except like, you know, he might have some fucked up facial features like from electricity, but like, he's not going to be Dr. Manhattan, but black, like that's not, that's not going to be the case. Um, then they confirmed, uh, Alfred Molina, who's the dude that played um, Doc Ock and he's set to play Doc Ock. Um, and it's, uh, he's a world famous director though. It's kind of a weird choice, right? Yeah. But I, I know for a fact, if they're going to do that, the only reason is because their plan is to make all of the villains that we've had come back to fight all of the Spider-Men we've ever had. Because they, I'm pretty sure they just confirmed that Toby is on set, like ready to go. 
and Andrew Garfield said he's openly down to be in any movie as Spider-Man. And now there's talks that fucking uh oh what's her name? Um Emma Rose or Emma Stone? Emma Stone. Um she's she might come in it as Spider Gwen. Oh no shit, that'd be wicked. Yeah. And uh I mean that all that plus all the villains that could potentially show up anyway in whatever this movie is. And then they then they went and said that Marvel was courting Charlie Cox to show up as Daredevil and be Spider-Man's lawyer. Oh my god, that's awesome. And like fight for him because of the Mysterio like reveal at the end of Far From Home. So like Daredevil himself shows up and it's the Daredevil from the show. Like he shows up and he's like the lawyer they chose like which would make sense i mean especially if peter like lives roughly near hell's kitchen like oh god yeah oh yeah 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 that'd be really cool man that'd be fantastic i love this stuff i love that they're they're just coming out they're not letting covid slow them down they're just like they've just a yeah, plethora like, of fun stuff, fun things to release so cuz we're waiting see, for Man- we're making for mandalorian for a while you know, yeah. I mean, Mando and Discovery are the only two things I really watch right now. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> anymore. Yeah, there's not going to be anything for, um, hold up. Let me do a quick Google because WandaVision, I think, is supposed to drop in like the next couple of weeks here. That'd be cool. It looks pretty funky. Um, okay, they revealed that the show wouldn't be hitting uh, D- Disney Plus till January 15th. So oh. we're like two or three weeks from yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, WandaVision is uh, in reach. Well, that'll One, be fun. Two, three and a half weeks. That'll and be it'll really be every cool. Every Friday. Ah. Well, that's sweet. Supposedly, it's going to be two months long. So, eight episodes. Um, and then at the end of that two months, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is going to hit in March. And then. Two months is going to go by, and then we'll be in May, which I think is Loki. Um, so basically, they they started a train at this point. Like it's going to be basically a year long run, like a stretch of Marvel content at all times, and it'll be That's all new crazy. all the time. So like all the people that were tired of like, all right, let's go to the theater and watch this Marvel movie. Damn, that movie was really good. Let me wait like seven months before I get the next one. Like the people that were tired of that are gonna be totally satisfied with this next like string era where like we just get like fed along like with breadcrumbs every Friday. Like <laughs> that's gonna be that's awesome. gonna be like the best. Um, oh yeah, oh, Black yeah. Widow. There's still no talks about dropping that on Disney Plus. They said it's gonna be uh, in theaters May, um, which is. I think it's funny because literally all of the theaters right now are talking about how they're going to die. Like, oh yeah, yeah, e- yeah every yeah. single one is like, we're going to die. Like, even with the, even with the, because the thing is, is even with the uh, vaccine, it's just they're not going to recover. They've lost so much money. Yeah, no, it doesn't matter. Like, they've lost a full year of money. Like at this point, guaranteed. All the ones there's a bunch of EMCs by us that was shut down, and I mean, I went and saw a tenant in August when it when everything was like kind of calm in Michigan and. uh we weren't getting bombarded with COVID. Like hospitals were relatively good. Like 
um i went and saw tenant then and the theater was empty we were the only people in there and it, i was like oh well sweet like you know i get it most people just don't want to leave the house this is i'm this is fine i am perfectly fine and i can trust myself as long as i'm distanced from everybody in that theater and i i get in the theater i'm expecting there to be at least like 10 people i get in there was nobody i was like oh well awesome like <laughs> echo echo Okay. Oh my god, that's so weird when that happens. That happened to my wife and I once. We went to see we went to see a movie. And there were people in there with us, and mm-hmm. then like they got up and left. And I was like, "This is weird. We have the whole theater to ourselves." <laughs> it was like it's kind of creepy. Like it was very creepy. It's oh, a yeah. weird feeling. The um, we used to go down to the state theater and see those movies for free. Remember they'd have like uh, oh yeah, like they'd show like Rocky Horror Picture Show and shit like that. And uh, yep, Monty Python. And the crowd would just be drunk and throwing shit at the screen and like you know. <laughs> It was insane. It was a pull out guns. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Then and but one time we went in there and like, some the people were just like they got up and left after a while. It was like a sound problem or something, and it was just us and like two two punks. Like these punks had like spiked hair. Like you know you you dye Elmer's glue like pink and and red. Yeah, spike in your hair, and their their spikes were like fucking like at least three feet off the top of their head. They were just like (laughs) ridiculous looking. And it was just us and them. And they were like, "Hey, so what are you doing here?" We're like, "Oh, hanging out, bored." And they're like, "Oh." I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm in medicine at UD, you know, I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's <laughs> like, sweet. <laughs> like, I'm, a, I'm a lawyer. I go for Wayne State and he looks like some punk. He's got like eyeshadow on and like, like fucking spikes around his neck. I'm like, yeah, you'd be a good lawyer. He's like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was, that, that theater is again, weird when it's empty, you know, it's like, uh. yeah. And plus you have time to notice how run down and shitty it is. I mean, people people used to sit in there and smoke and drink and shit. Like it was and that was just like the late nineties. Yeah. Early two thousands where that was already a faux pas, you know. But yeah, so it's exciting. There's a lot of cool shit's gonna drop. I'm, I'm excited, so man. Excited. You know, we just gotta yeah, get you next watching, year's uh, gonna like it might be the biggest year for for nerd stuff next year because of the delays that have happened. Like That's we, true. That's true. We're like f- four days away from wonder woman and i'm curious on if it's going to be trash or great uh i think the, the, like, I think the visual the effects are going to be great and the storyline's going to suck that's my prediction i could be I wrong be I, hope I, I hope I, i'm wrong. i really hope pedro pascal comes through as oh. like the real like guy to worry about because he looks like he's in a good spot like a good role in this movie so i'm he's I'm interested really to good see. he's such yeah. he's so damn good and you never yeah. saw him as uh Oberyn uh, Bartel or Bartel, no, not in uh, Game of Thrones. You need to watch no. Game of Thrones. Just watch his scenes, but be prepared because <laughs> his death is particularly gruesome. You know, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, you see him get punched, his teeth go flying out, and they send like tic tacs in a tile floor. It's that's awesome. Uh. <laughs> like, all of his teeth, not two or three, all of his teeth get knocked out. Jesus <laughs> Christ! And his skull gets crushed, <laughs> and you see his face while it's it. happening, and his, his girlfriend's like. Oh, you know, she's splattered, she's splattered with his blood from his brain. And he's, she's like, ah. that's the best. Oh, my God. It's awesome. <laughs> Absolute best. Uh, but, so that's cool, man. That'll be, that's a lot of fun. I can't wait. To, and we got to get you watching Star Trek, you know. It's important. Yeah. I'm gonna, what, I, what I'll do is I'll write up a, a quick list of just individual episodes you can just watch and see if you dig it. You know, yeah. DS9's got some really good combat scenes and. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some good, but there's some interesting drama in there, but it's not too dry. You know, yeah. TNG's got a lot of cool stuff, but for the most part, you know, like if you watch a handful of that, 
and a, and a handful of DS9 and stuff like that and some Enterprise, you'll be good to go. Like, you know, you don't have to watch the entire series. And, of course, the movies are always fun to watch. But, again, not really super necessary, you know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's good. Once you, I think once you get a taste for it and you get past the fact that there's not a whole lot of combat except, like, DS9, there's a fucking war for, like, two seasons. So there's lots of combat. You see lots of ship-to-ship combat and explosions and, you know. Yeah. It's kind of cool, but you know, but yeah, let's get a let's go. It'll be fun, you know. But, but anyway, that'll be it for the night, I guess. We just wanted to cover some really cool, basic stuff and some interesting things to wet your whistles, yeah, wet, wet your whistles a little bit, and uh, you know, hopefully we can make a habit of this again, and we'll be back next week with another fun episode. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. We'll see you on the flip side. Peace. Peace.